Good morning on this Sunday morning. Welcome to Golden Nuggets, Food for Thought and for the Imagination. We have been teaching on our devotional on fasting and prayer. Using the tabernacle as a pattern of prayers. We've been at the Golden Altar of Incense. And uh, today we are going to be concluding our study on prayer and fasting. And we're going to be studying on seeking God and following some other prayers that we've not had a chance to study. uh, Like intercession and some of the others. Anyway, in the book of Matthew chapter 9 verse 14. We have John the Baptist and his disciples fasting during the time that Jesus walked the earth. John the Baptist, the forerunner of Jesus, this is what it says. Then came to him the disciples of John, saying, Why do we and the Pharisees fast often, but your disciples fast not? And Jesus said unto them, verse 15, Can the children of the bride chamber mourn as long as the bridegroom is with them? But the days will come... When the bridegroom shall be taken away from them, and then shall ye fast. And of course, Jesus was taken up into heaven after his resurrection and 40 days of being here on earth. And having appeared unto his disciples uh, during the time of his passion. So he's no longer here. So Jesus actually said, when I am gone, then you will be fasting. And when we read and study in the scriptures in the book of Matthew concerning praying and asking and giving. And it says, when you fast. It doesn't say if you fast, but when you fast. Just like when you pray. Not if you pray, but when you pray. So it is expected of the Christian believer to associate himself. Not only have a mental knowledge, but an actual working knowledge of these things in his life. So the disciples of Jesus, we do find John, we find Peter, we find others, then dedicating themselves to a life of fasting and prayer, intercession, and much more. We find when Paul first got saved in the book of Acts chapter 9, verse 9, he had just been recently converted. He had his vision where Jesus appeared to him. And we find him in the book of Acts chapter 9 verse 9. And he was there three days without sight. Neither did he eat nor drink. So notice Paul's very first thing to do as soon as he got saved. Was he spent three days fasting and not eating, not drinking. And you can have it for certain that he was praying. Now of course whether he was praying for his sight, he was praying for direction We're not exactly told, but God does send him an individual that comes and lay hands on him. He's both healed and filled with the Holy Spirit and has the direction for his life. Then we find in the book of Luke chapter 2 verse 37, a woman by the name of Anna. Now here's an interesting thing. She was a widow, about 84 years old. You didn't hear me wrong. 84 years old. It's difficult enough being 84 years old and spending time in prayer and fasting 
Much harder when you're a widow in that time, no social security, no benefits, no government help, except what the people could give. But see, her trust was not in the people. Her trust was in God. Notice what it says. Luke 2.37 And she was a widow of about four score and four years, 84 years old, which did not depart from the temple. Is it possible that that's where she lived as far as that's where she slept, that's where she ate? But instead it says she served God. Notice her way of serving God with fastings and prayers. Not just fasting and prayer, but fastings and prayers. Plural. Night and day. What a way to live out a life. She had no children. She had no husband. But it says this was her dedication. Her dedication was that she did not depart from the temple. And her way of serving God was not as uh, being uh, uh, someone that would sit down to people at the pews or uh, welcome them or a deacon. or Her way of serving God was with fasting and prayers. Remember our study in the book of Acts chapter 13, and they ministered unto the Lord while they were fasting and praying. The Holy Spirit guided and gave them direction. So this is an interesting concept here. To be able to serve God with fasting and prayer, hmm, is that too difficult to ask? Not only during the daytime, she didn't have a job to go to. Not during the nighttime, she didn't have other activities to attend to. But both day and night, this woman of 84 years old did not depart from the temple and she served God with fastings and prayers. No wonder when Cornelius in the book of Acts in chapter 10 that the scripture says that his prayers and his giving, his almsgiving to the poor and giving to God had come up as a memorial before God. Is it possible? I'm just asking the question that our fastings and prayers, when done in the right spirit, the right attitude for the right motive, right purpose, that God sees them? Was it God that was sustaining this woman with what her needs were? Think about it. She's 84 years old. By that time, there's a whole lot of needs that you need. Yet, she was sustained somehow by God to be able to minister to him and was given the privilege of seeing Jesus there at the temple when he came to be presented unto the Lord. That is absolutely amazing. What a reward, what a gift to have her eyes behold the Savior, the Lamb of God that takes away the sins of the world. Consider it next time. You decide to fast, spend the time in prayer, and consider it your service and our service unto our Master our soon-coming king, the one that died 
and rose again to guarantee us eternal life. Father, I thank you for people, men and women, and individuals such as this woman around the world today that do spend their entire life fasting and praying and interceding. Their names are not known like Anna was, but nonetheless, Father, they have ministered and served unto you in the capacity that they were able to do. In Jesus' name, may we be encouraged to follow in their footsteps in serving you also. Grant us the grace, grant us the ability, and grant us the mercy to do this. In Jesus' name, amen.